You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to episode number 30 of the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. In this episode, we speak to Jo Cowie about her running journey. Now, Jo started running when she was 45. She has been living her entire life with a chronic health condition. But when I asked her what running has given her life, what the most important thing is that running has given her, she said friendship. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind, Fit Body, I am really fortunate to have a friend of mine, Jo Cowie, come along and share a bit of her running journey with us. So, Jo, welcome. Hi, how are you going? I'm going awesome. That's so, good. Thanks for having me. It is an absolute pleasure. So, Jo's sitting on her phone, I think somewhere in Launceston, and that's probably a very good start. Where do you live, Jo? I'm in Newnham. You're in Newnham, so you're in Launceston. Yes. yes. So tell me a little bit about your background. So where did you grow up? What's I grew I grew up in Mayfield, so I've travelled a long way. Well, that's for those of you who maybe don't know Tasmania very well. That might be ten kilometres, maybe. No, how no, far is it? No, no five. It's about uh, one suburb away. Five, maybe two, depending on the direction and if you're at the far end of each suburb. Yeah, yeah, maybe three. <laughs> so you've always lived in that area. That's uh, pretty much, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we just range. Um, so, you know, but we try and stay around this area. Oh, that's cool. And yeah. so uh, you went to school, obviously, in the, up there in, I, uh, was it Brooks? Yep, yep. Yep. So I went to Mayfield Primary and then to Brooks High School when it used to be down at the bottom of the Mowbray Hill. Well, oh, not wow. Mowbray Hill, but Georgetown Road. Yeah. And um, so if you, you grew up there, did you have many siblings? I've got one sister. Okay. Is she we're, older older or younger? She's older, but we're not overly close. No. Okay. And when you were at school, were you very sporty? Did you do lots of, you know? Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Tell no. me about that. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Kind of a long story, but basically I have a fairly serious health condition. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was sick every third week. Um, Mm. And uh, basically I didn't do much physical activity at all. No. Yeah. So I missed a lot of school and all kinds of things. Yeah. But anyway. Are you happy to to share with us your health, the health condition that you had? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I have a... um, well, I'd been sick since I was three months old, sick every third week. Um, and it was when I was 13 that they finally decided that it was a rare blood condition where my um, red cells eat my white cells all the time. Wow. So I don't, have, um, I don't have an immune system properly and um, I'd get really bad mouth ulcers and fatigue and headaches and earaches and 
if somebody had a cold, I'd get very sick, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I spent a lot of time in hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and just my parents were actually told um, when I was really little that I wouldn't even get to 10 years old. Oh, gosh. So then I've just hit 51, so I'm, you know, no, fairly you. stubborn. <laughs> Well, I can attest to that. Um, I saw you running on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> bit stubborn. Yeah. So um, I wasn't um, active. No, I wanted to be, but physically just couldn't. You just couldn't. couldn't. Yeah. Okay. So you managed to, well, obviously you got through school. You're, at, you're in your 50s now, so you must have got through school in some way. And then did oh, I did. <laughs> you went on and, uh, and worked, I assume. What happened after I, um, school? Yeah, I started working. I worked um, at um, Coles at Mowbray yes. as a checkout chick. Loved yep. it. Yeah. Um, and did that for six months and was really loved it. But then my health started taking a turn again okay. from the stress of working full time. Uh, in amongst all of these years, I tried lots of experimental treatments, um, which had no real effect mm-hmm. um and then my work sort of got a bit weird about me being crook yeah. again um so they eventually just reduced and reduced and reduced my hours to nothing uh then the next year I worked here Roll Boss in the deli yeah. out at Newstead I worked at Roll um, did you mm. cool <laughs> and then the same thing happened. I was great and then all of a sudden, you know, it'd all catch up with me and I yeah. started getting sick, lost that job. Uh, the next year I did curtain making. Wow. Um, and again, same thing, would get to crook after working full time. And then I was put on a disability pension. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I haven't worked. I mean, I've tried to work a few times over the years. And I can get through about two months and then I crash. So Yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of just, it doesn't work. <laughs> so you've obviously, yeah. I mean, you're, you're 51 now, as you said, you've obviously learnt to manage. You can recognise the symptoms as they're coming on and, and you do Absolutely. the right thing and rest and whatever Absolutely. is required. So, yeah, so when I was um, 22, so I've been married twice. My yep. first marriage. Oh, me too as well. <laughs> We, we won't go there with the first marriage. Uh, that didn't go well, but I do have a son who is 31. Oh. And um, they said that he wouldn't get the blood disorder because they didn't know how I would, how I got it, yep. but he got it. Oh, no. It, it didn't show up until nine months. At six months, they cleared him, but at nine months, it showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, long story short. Uh, when I was 22 and Aaron was three and a half, um, there was a new treatment available in America that was mm-hmm. coming to Australia. Yeah. Um, so my haematologist really fought to get Aaron and I on that program because I was the only mother's son with it in Australia wow. at wow. the time. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided lots of paperwork. Um, and do all kinds of things, uh, but we got onto the program and we have injections now, and they um, increase our white cell count by fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but my red cells still eat them all. Oh, just gives them more food. <laughs> They're very greedy, very greedy red cells. 
um, and my um, my highs and my lows over the years have come down, and now it's basically week on week off okay. with the medicine, yeah. but without the medicine, well, I don't think I'd be here. Okay. And how about your son? How's he? He's he's doing okay. He doesn't have to have as much medicine as me because he started when he was before he was four. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I was twenty two, my inside yeah, body already... is is a lot Fantastic. older than my yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So I've had a lot of um, extra issues because mm-hmm. of that. But I'm just too stubborn. I'll just keep fighting. <laughs> Wow, all of that. And I didn't know any of that. And I've known you, you know, on and off over the last year or so, you've popped up in a lot of our running circles and things. So how, how did that come about? How did you, like, obviously you've had, you've dealt with this all of your life. You've got to, you know, you're the same age as me. I'm actually a year older than you, by the way. <laughs> We've got to where you are and you, um, you know, I've, for those who don't know, just the last weekend, I just saw Joe running a half marathon and I'm pretty sure that was, not the first one that she's done in recent times, as in in the last no. couple of months. So, no, so, no, that's true. It's how did you start? How did you start running? What? How did that happen? So, what happened when I was forty-five? Mm. I thought, mm, I think I'm feeling a little bit stronger than normal. Maybe I should try and get fit. Um, and I have tried it before, and I've yeah. always crashed. Yeah. Um. So this time, I thought I'd start in the pool. Yep. I went up to um, LA Fit. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? Yeah, LA Fit. And I started in the pool. I'm not a great swimmer, but it was more about just moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd try and, you know, run in the pool and tread water and, you know, a little bit of sort of swimming. Um, and then when I finally got used to that and my body got used to that because I wasn't doing the full impact, Yeah. Um, then I moved upstairs onto the treadmill. Yeah and the bike and a few weights. I don't do weights now though because I've got lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So from there, I was on the treadmill and I thought, oh, oh, I wonder if I can jog. So then I sort of slowly over time sped it up to a bit of a jog. And at the time we were going to Melbourne and the pink run came up. Yeah. Um, And I said to my husband, I said to Craig, I go, if I've got any spending money left when we get back from Melbourne, oh, I might do that pink run. And he was like, what? Why? <laughs> okay, right. Um, and the entries closed on the, like the run was on the Sunday and we were coming back to from Melbourne on the Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So I signed up and I didn't tell anybody, only Craig knew, so that if I failed, nobody would know. <laughs> basically and um so anyway I signed up and Craig came down with me on the Sunday morning he's like how long do you think this is going to take you and I was like oh, I don't know uh, 50 minutes <laughs> like wow. just, just guessing didn't have yeah. a clue and I did it in 43 minutes that's amazing and I was like what <laughs> And then I sent out all the picture to the family of me, you know, when I'd finished and it was like, guess what I just did? And it went from that. Wow. And so how did you feel when you crossed that line in that 5K? For those of you who don't know, the pink run is a 5K. Yep. I was like, 
oh my god did I just actually do that (laughs) yeah it was just like so shocked and equally Craig was just as shocked but we were both so excited you know that I'd actually done it and I think from there I went straight on and signed up for a 10k run of course you did as you do (laughs) so yeah and I don't think I've missed a pink run since that's yes. all, that is really amazing. Did you yes. did you um did you look at a training plan for say and obviously what seems like you probably didn't for the five k, but then when you looked at the ten k coming up, how did you approach that? I don't do plans. I kind <laughs> of just figure if I start, I'll finish. Um, because mm-hmm. I'm stubborn. Um, mm-hmm. but even if I have to walk, I'm still doing better than doing nothing. So um, how did you then get into the running community that you're now in, in, mm. in Launceston? That's a good question. Mm. So eventually after I'd done some work at the gym and started getting obsessed with running, yeah. um, I moved to um, Pixham yep. um, because one of the people that Craig used to work with, she used to do classes at um, pick them um, not uh, like not the instructor like she was just doing taking part in the classes and she's like yeah. oh I think Joe would like this Craig um, so I went there and I was doing um, step and I think it's called attack so mm-hmm. you know we used to call it aerobics back in the day but yeah, right. it's changed a little bit nowadays <laughs> um, and occasionally we would do spin as well mm-hmm. Um, and so from that, I loved those classes. Yeah. Um, but then with the running as well, I couldn't physically handle everything. Yeah. It was too much and I started okay. really struggling again. Um, mm-hmm. So I eventually, um, while I was there, one of the instructors was really friendly and she was a running, um, she had a running group. Yeah. Yeah, so she asked me to join her running group and from there I did um, and we would run a couple of times a week and I love park run. Mm-hmm. I joined park run by then as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love park run because it's such a nice community. Everybody's always really um, encouraging. It doesn't matter yeah. um, and, I, and I really love that. Um, so I had that and through that I met a few running people and Deb George um, mm-hmm. I met her through that particular group um, then um, along the way I went and did Ross 10k um, <laughs> yeah. and when I was coming because it was still when they had the big hill yeah and when I was coming down the hill the second time something happened to my back I don't know what it was um, and I finished, as you do. Um, and then when we went for lunch, I couldn't use my leg. My leg wouldn't work. No. It just was, it was just like a big lump of mint, yet it was doing these strange convulsions. Oh, dear. And we'd booked this trip to Sydney three days later. I'd never been to Sydney before. Oh. Anyway, long story short, I ended up going to Sydney with a walking stick. No. Yeah. So, which was interesting. 
<laughs> but that's another whole different story again. Anyway, my leg didn't work for five months. Like I couldn't move my leg myself for five months. Um, had lots of tests and they never found out what happened. And then all of a sudden, one day, I'm just lying on the couch thinking, <laughs> and same feeling in my back. And then it started working again. Wow. Uh, very odd. But in that time, my running group stopped. Mm. It wasn't a running group anymore. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a little bit awkward. So I think in that time there was Run for a Wish. Yep. Is that the one around where you started um, Aurora Stadium and you go through yep. Heritage Park? Yeah, I was one of the yep. people who started that run. <laughs> oh, awesome. There you go. I was well, part of that for the first I five thought, years. Right. I signed up for that to walk it with stick. Excellent. <laughs> and um, I met Scotty Jones. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, and yes, from there I was talking and he was telling me about his running group. Um, so I stalked them for quite a while. <laughs> and I did the run for a wish with Dick um, and Finish and people were really supportive. And then when I finally was better and I could start running again, I said to Deb, because uh, Deb and I stayed friends, even though the running group had stopped, yeah, um, I said, oh, I messaged her and it was Tuesday at 3 o'clock and I said, oh, what are you doing? She goes, nothing. I said, should we go and try these running buddies tonight? Mm-hmm. She's like, okay. And we did. And the rest is history. And there, how long ago was that then? That must have been um, four. So 2017 we worked out. Okay. So, yeah, about four years ago. Yeah. 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 So. And, I mean, Deb can't run at the moment because she's injured. Um, mm. But, yeah, we're still, yeah, we love buddies. It's so much fun. Yeah. Sorry, my dog's barking. That's fine. Dogs are fine. Um, so I'm interested in what we often talk about here um, on the podcast is a bit around running identity because most of us who've run for a little while, for a couple of years, um, you know, it's when do you call yourself a runner? But that's one thing. But then there is when you have those injuries and those times when you can't run, how you deal with that in your in your mind? Because if we tangle ourselves up with something that can be taken away actually from all of us quite easily, um, and obviously even more easily for you, Joe, I think because of your underlying health conditions. Yeah. How do we deal with it with our you know what's going on in our minds? Because this can be quite debilitating that element. It I think- can. You've obviously got a lot to, to say. You've gone through a lot. And so a lot of that is happening in your head. It's not just the physical stuff that's Yeah. So for, for me, like I just, um, it's always just try what you can. Yeah. And if you, mm-hmm. you know, if you can't run, just if you can do something, it's better than nothing. And if you can't do any sport at the time, for me, I have a lot of other projects that I'm happy Yeah. With like, I do a lot of cooking. I do a lot of craft. Do woodwork. I do cake decorating. I mean, I do. So I've always got to have a project um, because it keeps me happy and it keeps me going. Um, So that if I can't do my sports because of the weather or because I'm injured, because one of the main problems for me with running is wind mm-hmm. be- 
because my injections cause bone pain. Uh-huh. And when the wind gets in me, it makes my bone pain flare up. So, nice. and I said to Craig on Saturday at the 10K mark, at there was Scott wind. Stars, I said to him, I said, I think I might be in trouble, the wind playing, you know, the wind's causing me issues. Um, and he goes, oh, well, just do what you can. If you need to stop, you know, it's mm-hmm. no pressure. And uh, then he said to Josh, because Josh Slocum, one of the buddies, was travelling yeah. with Craig, and he said, then he saw me coming around the corner at 15Ks, and he goes, oh, I think she'll be okay now. Because <laughs> 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 I'd got back in, you know, where there was some trees and the yeah. wind had sort of settled. Um, so for me, uh, wind is the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. And tiredness is the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. But if I need to rest, I just rest and I know that there will be another day. Yeah. yeah, I guess that I can. That's probably a, a gift that sounds terrible uh, that's been given to you because you probably you can't imagine that you think of it as a gift necessarily. But you've learnt a lot more about your body than those of us who haven't had lots of medical totally. things going on. And so you're listening and you're paying attention because you know the repercussions if you don't. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you straight away when I wake up in the morning if it's going to be one of those days or not. Yeah. So, you know, I, I remember in the early, like in the early days of Craig and I being together because we've been together for oh, 28 and a half years, 25 years, married awesome. tomorrow. Awesome. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um. I would message him because he's got two kids and, and I had Aaron. Um, so, we, you know, we'd have the half on, half off family yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, but some days it was just like I'd just message him at work. I was like, just a couch day today. And yeah. he was like, no problems, do what you need to, you know. Mm. And so I think that all of that helped as well. Having the support yeah. and understanding. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So, um yeah, I think I think it helps because I'm used to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, whereas I think for anybody else who's not used to injury, it must be a lot harder. Yeah. That, that yeah. Must. So what would you, is there anything you would suggest to them, do you think, to get to um, I think that just make little goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, but don't push yourself. Um, just work up to the little goals and then once you get to there and you feel comfortable then you can look at stepping it up a little bit more but it's okay to have your bad days as well yeah that's yeah right. just you know try and wake up the next morning and think okay I'll just see how I go today and and then if you win it's like it's such a bonus yeah and a win is sometimes but, just getting out the door and, and running around oh. the block Absolutely, absolutely. It doesn't have to be big because, yeah. you know, the next day you could run three or four blocks. Yeah. So a bit of self-compassion goes a long way. Yeah, certainly does. Yeah. So what, what do you do on those days? Because because you know, I think, when something is um, serious versus, oh, it's just raining and I don't feel like going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, um, yeah. So you probably more than many of us would uh, can distinguish whether it's just um, I'm being a bit lazy, although I'm not sure that you know how to do that. But <laughs> oh, I do. I have a nana nap every day. There you go. 
So it's how do you get out the da- out the door on those days when you know you should, even though you don't feel like it. Don't really non- feel like it. Non medical perspective. Um, I think it's more the feeling when you've finished. Yeah. Like so, you might not feel it at the time when you're first going out, but when you finish, you think, oh. It doesn't matter what happens for the rest of the day now. I've done my exercise and I know that's good for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes you feel better. Yeah. So you f- me anyway. You focus on that that thing that's going to happen, yeah. how you'll feel when you cross. At the end. Come yep. through the yep. front door, finish the run. Absolutely, and it doesn't matter what happens for the rest of the day. If you sit on the couch and watch Netflix for the rest of the day, it doesn't matter. You've that's done right. at least a walk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so still lapping everybody on the couch totally <laughs> um so your weekly sort of schedule how does that look mm-hmm. how, like when when you're feeling you know on top of things how does that yep. look for you okay so usually Tuesdays Thursdays and Fridays I do a small walk with mm-hmm. mum and dogs around mm-hmm. Heritage Forest so it's usually about three and a half k's yep in the morning, uh, Tuesday nights I do buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturdays I was doing park run every week, but now I'm sharing it with Launceston Running Club. What? Uh, <laughs> I know it's amazing, isn't it? Awesome. <laughs> um, and then Sunday mornings I do running with buddies. So that's that, cool. yeah, that's pretty much good. So oh, each- and fr- and Fridays we do cycling. Cycling. Yes, out at Westbury. Wow. Yeah. That's, so is that on, good. on the road? Is that on the road? Um, yeah, so we do about 26 k's. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, just, just around the Westbury area, which is really cool. Yeah. That is cool. Um, yeah. So every one of those, that's with other people, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I used to run by myself um, on Wednesdays when Craig was a golf, but I've decided I'm doing enough now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing anymore. <laughs> Especially when I do crazy things like two half marathons, I don't need to do extra running. <laughs> so so the, um, it, it seems to me that one of your motivators is also the people, the element of the people you're doing it with, quite yeah. motivating for you. Yeah, well, mum wouldn't. Mum wouldn't go and exercise so much if I didn't sort of go with her. She'd find a reason not to and and she needs that because she's got um, arthritis and stuff and it's good for her to keep moving. So I kind of like to try and keep her moving <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, and I like, you know, I love the park run, like I say, yeah. and LRC is good and the buddies are good. Um, and then Craig comes along when he feels like it. If he does, if he doesn't, he's not so much a runner, but he's happy to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, or he brings his bike and he cycles while I run. Mm. So that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy that. That's good. It's kind of like it, it's your lifestyle. And that's another thing that we talk about sometimes. It's that if you adopt running or or anything really, but to make it stick, especially if it's a healthy something that you want to stick, it's that lifestyle thing, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I'm still, I'm still shocked that six years later, here I am still running and still enjoying it and doing crazy things like huge distances. Yeah. But 
my uh, my hematologist and and my GP, they were just like, I don't know how you're doing it, Joe, because technically you can't do it, mm-hmm. but it's helping. So just keep doing it. You know, so I'm like, it okay. Constantly <laughs> amazes me that the one thing that we've had um, in the entire human race is our bodies and we've studied yeah. it for, you know, thousands Ever. of years and we yes. still really don't know a lot of why it, some things work, no. some things don't. And it's no. just incredible. So, you know, I don't know why. Maybe there, obviously there's something that you're doing, whether it's partly mental because it you know we know that exercise lifts our mood and makes us feel better and you described that when you when you finish you always feel good Uh, whether some of that is also having some effect physically on you know the the blood and whether it's creating the right um number of white and red blood cells or whatever being not a medical person yeah no i i think you're exactly right because I've got to say when I saw my um, hematologist a couple of months ago for the first time in, geez, I don't know, years and years and years, everything was right in my blood and that hasn't happened for a long time. Oh, um, so but, I mean, it, it doesn't change the, the actual condition but just the fact that everything was reasonably normal for me is huge, That'd you know. Awesome. Um so, yeah, it was like, she's just like, I don't know what you're doing, but just keep doing it. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> so how long do you think that you'll run for? You're, what? I'm just going to try and keep going until my body tells me, okay, that's enough now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, usually I'll have a run, I'll have a feed, and then I'll have a shower or bath depending on how long the run is, and then it's asleep. (laughs) Need a nap. (laughs) Yeah, so always followed by a nap afterwards. But, yeah, Um, but it's really, I just like the feeling at the end when you finally think, okay, I just did that. How? (laughs) How did you do that, Joe? Oh, so it doesn't matter, you did it. (laughs) One foot in front of the other. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, no, it's good. Do you, do you have any goals coming up? I have um, I have in September I'm doing an MS run yeah. um, of 9.5 Ks um, and I do that and I raise money for that because my dad has MS. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's, he's okay. He's doing yeah. okay. He's had um, – he's not in a wheelchair or anything. He's had his bouts where he has been but he always fights his way back out. I think mm-hmm. I might get my stubbornness from him. <laughs> um, but the, so that's on the Sunday, but on the Saturday I'm doing the rail trail first thing too. So I'm doing 14 case the day before because I'm totally mental. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll do Ross as yep. well. And of course the ladies pink run. Yeah. So you'll do 10K at Ross? Is that what yep. you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm signed up. Um, and then I've got um, I will do there's a Bridport run in there October, is. I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that and probably the Burnie 10, because I've done that for six years in a row now. Perfect. And for the first time I'm going to do a relay team at Bruni with oh. some of the buddies. I'll see you at Bruni. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Wow. So, so like that takes you up to Christmas time. <laughs> yes. I like to try and have a goal every month. So some of the buddies laugh at me, actually, because they're like, what's on this month to go? But I just find that if I've got a goal, it helps to keep me focused. Yeah. So it's like, this is why I'm getting up every day to do whatever, whether yeah. it's walk with your mum or out for a run with the buddies. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, hmm. yeah. And then coffee after is always good too. <laughs> coffee is good. <laughs> we did for a while. I'm not sure if you came. We had a coffee van that came around with us for a couple of years ago. They would come uh, quite yeah, regularly, which was okay. very nice. <laughs> we were yeah, yeah, good. okay. No, because I only joined you guys this year, so yeah. I'm still I'm still the newbie. Yeah, feels and like you've been around forever. <laughs> it's great fun though going out to different locations yeah, as well it, it makes it interesting yeah. a little bit of exploring yes what do you think about when you what sort of things do you think about when you're running it's kind of a funny question to have when you're running or you know with other people all of the time however you're not always chatting and sometimes you're not even even if you go off with a group you do sometimes find yourself running by yourself for a little while so what yep. kind of things are you thinking about when you're running Okay, so three things usually for me. I count a lot. Yeah. Um, so usually one, two or one up to eight, you know, one, two, three, four, yeah. six, seven, eight, um, to try and keep me focused on running um, because I tend to wander off looking at the scenery in my mind uh -huh. and then I'm like, oh, I think I'm getting slow again. <laughs> so one, two, one, two, one, two, sort of thing. Um, so it's always um, those two things. I tend to wander off looking at scenery and I do a lot of counting. And I'm a bad singer, but I like to sing to myself. Oh. Yeah. So do, yeah. Do you have, are you listening to something while you're singing? Or are you no. just singing from your no. head? Yeah? yeah, just singing from my head. So yeah, hopefully nobody's around when that happens because it's, <laughs> pretty bad <laughs> no it sounds amazing um, yeah so um but basically it's just um reconfirming to myself like if there's a distance so I'll count like so if it's like last weekend 21 k's I will count up to 12 but then I'll start counting back down so that in my mind I'm getting closer um, and when I like when I got to the 16k of the 21, because this week I ran out of bus tickets, definitely. <laughs> and I'm like, I could do this. I can still run. I can still run. And then I'm like, I'll run when I get to this next tree. And I ran about 200 meters. And I was like, oh, you'll just walk for a bit, <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing, you know. So it's it's more um, just convincing. I'm like, I've got this. I can do it. It's just a run um but it's yeah and then it's kind of just reconfirming that I'm gonna finish basically yeah yeah I'm too yeah. stubborn not to absolutely the first the first half marathon I did back in 2018 was the one um in Launceston mm -hmm. where you did around the museum and heritage park yep. two laps and um I'd, I'd only ran up to 13 k's at that point um, I hadn't actually done any more wow. than 13k and um, uh, Craig said to me goes are you going to be sensible or are you going to get you know stubborn are you going to stop if you're really struggling and I said oh 
of course I'll stop if I'm struggling Uh you know like this and then I'd I'd run um to the 19k mark basically and um he's standing up on the flood levy and he says to me he goes now are you right he goes oh you're doing the stubborn thing now I said oh it's too close to the end to not be stubborn (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you at the end (laughs) you're like yeah I knew (laughs) um but yeah so he does seem to think I have a bit of stubbornness in me a little bit of stubbornness I think he might be a little bit right (laughs) (laughs) which I think is is serving you well though I think so yes yeah yeah so um, so, yeah, so it's basically about just reconfirming to myself that I can, that I've got it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be right. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. So how, it seems a funny question to ask you because the answer seems so obvious, but um, how would you say running has most improved your life? Like what's the one thing that running has given your life that if you weren't running, you wouldn't have? Friends. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Um, because um, of my growing up, two things. I was in a quite secluded family life. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a church involved. It's a long story, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so between going to church and being sick, I didn't actually have friends. Mm-hmm. And then when... Craig and I first got together 28 years ago, it was him and me and the two lots of kids. Yeah. I didn't have anybody else. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't really until I started running um, that, yeah, I started meeting people. And now yeah. I've got awesome friends and I couldn't imagine life without them. I mean, yeah. Your friends are so um, enamored by you, but they're the ones who recommended that I talk with you. So, you know, it's which like. Is, which is kind of why I thought I'd better say yes. <laughs> so I was like, well, they think there's plenty to come that we can get out of Joe that'll inspire. Yeah, and yeah, I, so. I can see why they said that. So, yeah, definitely friends. And just, it's just, um, yeah, they, they inspire me to keep trying. Yeah, and 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 I keep trying also because I know it's good for me. So, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, if you have, um, and you probably you may even have had this experience recently or over the last five or six years, is if somebody came up to you and said, "I want to start this running thing that you're doing, Joe, and you seem to be enjoying it, and it's and it's good for you, and you're happy, and da da da." What kind of tips would you give someone who is a beginner runner? Okay, um, I would say don't get too serious. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's got to be fun. Yeah. Like, if it's not fun, um, that's why are you doing it, basically? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We only yeah. have one life, as far as I know. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> and if it's, fun, it. if it's fun, you want to do it anyway. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. So for me, don't take it too seriously to start with. Mm-hmm. And um, just know that you're going to have good days and bad days, but don't judge yourself harshly on the bad days because mm. tomorrow could be amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is just don't know, do you? Yeah. You do. So, yeah. I love that. Um, so, is there anything 
that we haven't covered in regards to running and your running journey that you think we should have? We missed some stuff. Um, no, for me, I think the most important thing with my running is that I know I can't go fast. Yeah. But I know I can plod. Mm-hmm. And from that, if I just plod along in my own little space, I will finish. And yeah. probably on top of that, and we have it's been said in, in other uh, episodes as well, but when people start running, they kind of that's one of the things they're worried about. Like I'm I'm not a runner, you know, I may never have been a runner mm. and I'm going to be slow. I'm probably always going to be slow. People in the running community won't want to have anything to do with me because I'm I'm a slow runner or whatever mm. things that go on in our heads. We all have mm. those conversations. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think you're a perfect example of you may not be ever breaking world records. Mind you, neither am I. But <laughs> the, point, <laughs> the point is you're and you described really well how welcoming the running community in general mm. has been. Irrelevant. Mm. Like you're having a go, whether you're walking um, or you're running or what you're actually out there. You've oh, never had anyone absolutely. said, why are you here? You're no. not a runner. I mean, no. In fact, true. I know a lot of people that we've spoken to over the years who come to Buddies in mm-hmm. particular, they'd be like, oh, look, I really want to come or, uh, you know, but I don't want to be last. And I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm always last, so it's all good. <laughs> You're going to be in front of me. I'm totally cool with that. You know, I don't care if I'm last. Yeah. So, but... I, I do think it's a, it's a bit sad that people are that worried about being last yeah. because yeah. they're still beating everybody who's not doing anything. Exactly. The people who didn't turn yeah. up in the first place, they're the ones that are yeah, beating. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. So I think it's, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be about your speed. It ha- it, it's just that you're out having a go. Yeah, I yeah. really like and that. That's, and that's one of the things that, I thought was great about park run too because there's a tail runner or walker you're not last to park run either yeah you know so yeah don't put too much pressure on yourself and make sure it's fun what yeah one thing I've noticed even at running club and those people who don't know the the running club that we keep talking about is actually handicapped which means everyone starts at a different time so everyone has an opportunity to finish but it also means that the person who comes across the line last isn't actually even necessarily the slowest or not, it doesn't really matter. But the people who come across last often get as much of a cheer as the people who come across first. Oh, uh, yeah, is, absolutely. And I think that yeah. would be the same even if they were the slowest. It didn't really matter. But it's yeah. just that, that um, you know, it's just first from the other end. <laughs> and you oh, get... absolutely. And that really shone through on the weekend too, didn't it, with the, totally. with the half marathon. I mean, because we all finished at different times, but we all stay until the end and everybody gets that big cheer no matter what, do they? Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and, that, and that's, um, to me, that's equally as important as the whole run. Oh, yeah. totally. It's that, you know, encourage, encouraging everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's very representative of, um, I think, the running community in general. Yeah. Um, not just here, but I've spoken to people over the world now and, and that's the same everywhere. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We're all um, high on endorphins and sharing them. (laughs) (laughs) Running. Absolutely, yes. Which is awesome. (laughs) All right. um, 
Joe, I just wanted to say a massive thank you for sharing your story. It really has been an inspiration to talk to you. I feel inspired and I'm sure that everyone listening to it also will feel inspired. Thank you. I thank you. Um, stay on. I'll just I'll have a um, say goodbye to you off the recording. But I okay. again, I really acknowledge you um, being vulnerable enough to share your story and I'm sure that it will inspire lots of people. So thank you for sharing yourself with us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.